Greetings, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host for this program, where each week I help us interpret current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective so we as God's children can know how He wants us to respond. Today is part three of my interview with Pastor Dave Scarlett, who is a retired military with several high-level military generals in his circle, allowing him to have inside information. Some he can share, some he cannot. I hope you've heard parts one and two of this interview because the content in those segments is very important for all of us today, especially in light of what God has revealed is about to happen. We don't know specifically when much of what God has spoken will occur, but gauging by current events, we need to be prepared for what God has revealed will be his unprecedented intervention, and we must believe it's imminent. This interview is the last part of my interview with Pastor Dave Scarlett recorded on July 19th, and a whole lot has happened since then. So let me take some time to address the most prominent stories in the news, along with recent prophecies, to learn what it means for us as God's people. First, some background. What we are living through today is the epic battle between good and evil. For those who do not believe in God or who do not have a personal relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ, they only see what's happening in the world as political. They see it as the very wealthy elite who have been leaders of the world by way of their financial control of nations for their own personal agenda for hundreds of years. Many people have been convinced that their liberal agenda is good and necessary for the sake of the future of the world. Theirs is a godless worldview requiring them to position themselves to govern the world as the collective supreme power under a one-world government. This worldview has attracted many prominent people from royal families and government leaders, including judges, lawyers, and many in education, science, medicine, and the arts, Wall Street, the banking industry, major corporations, and more. To be a part of this higher echelon is considered an honor and privilege, believing that only those who are truly enlightened understand and support their goals. Protecting the planet is a primary consideration for this group, at least that's what they pose. Their means of protecting the planet includes population control, even radically reducing the population claiming the planet is overloaded at the present time. Reducing human populace has been accomplished through various means. Planned wars, genocide, medicine, abortion, food, water, legal restrictions, and more. They claim a state of emergency for the planet, citing evidence of climate change, and their efforts to correct this includes cloud seeding, blocking the sun, controlling food crops, banning gas-burning kitchen stoves, banning gasoline-powered generators, controlling methane emissions from cows, and more. The ethics and morals of this group are entirely humanly contrived. They consider themselves elite and therefore entitled to debase anyone beneath them believing them to be entirely disposable. They have referred to people outside their group as useless eaters, a term that was coined by Nazi propaganda advocating for the murder of disabled people. However, they need some of the people to be their property whose labor will help them continue to increase their wealth. The notion of a one-world government has made it into geopolitics and the world stage for quite some time. For example, the European Union is a model on which a one-world government can be based. Additionally, other nations or treaties between nations have also been proponents of one-world governance. 
The United Nations, which evolved out of the League of Nations, is also a proponent of international governance as well as the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO. The United Nations and the World Health Organization are two prominent institutions under this one-world government umbrella. Organizations, clubs, and secret societies such as the World Economic Forum, Bilderberg, Masons, Illuminati, Bohemian Grove, and more are all part of this movement. Family bloodlines and prominent leaders who have helped progress the movement have been identified to include the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the Morgans, the Bushes, the Clintons, the Onassis family, the Warburgs, and others. Current-day prominent individuals include former Prince, now King Charles, Klaus Schwab, Noah Yuval Harari, Barack Obama, George Soros, Bill Gates, Joe Biden, and others. I have brought you that information about all of this several times in my former podcast. Their plans are quite extensive. They have become so convinced of their goals being attainable that they no longer are secretive about them. Many of my guest experts have brought insights to all of this. I highly recommend Alex Newman and his work. I referenced much of his work in my podcast titled The Deep State, The Illuminati, and God. If you didn't hear that one, I highly recommend it. The link is in the show notes. I provide this background for context in light of the many prophecies God has provided for his children to be aware of what is actually going on in this world and to be fully prepared for what he is about to do. As I said, what we are living through is nothing less than the epic battle of good versus evil, and God has been exceedingly gracious to allow the past three and a half years of exposure to wake people up all around the world and choose this day whom they will serve, either God and all that is good and leads to life, or Satan and all that is evil and leads to death. There is no middle ground. By default, to not choose God is to choose Satan. These present days are urgent and very critical for the people of the world. The opportunity to repent and turn from our wicked ways and escape the judgment God has repeatedly revealed He's ready to administer are coming to a close. Mainstream media is owned by the one-world government proponents. We cannot trust what they report, which is why people like myself work as hard as we do to bring truth to you. Based on prophecy, the Bible, and the research I've done, I believe this month of August and leading into September are going to be tumultuous. The months that follow into 2024 will also be difficult, but all while God is exposing evil and administering judgment, He will also provide protection and even advancement for His people. If we are not anchored in truth, the events that are soon to unfold before us will defeat us. Instead, I urge you to seek hard after God, to know what He says in the Bible, to know what He's been saying through His prophets. When the people who have been cooperating with evil are identified, the world will be shocked. When the plans and strategies of the evil cabal that have already been completed are revealed, the people of the world will be outraged. I've talked before about the expected cognitive dissonance that vast numbers of people will experience as more truth is confirmed by God. Each week, I spend countless hours listening to trusted prophets, researching history and current events to help us make sense out of what we're experiencing from God's perspective. What is happening right now is the deep state realizes their plans are failing. In response, they are prepared to throw out everything they possibly can to control the masses and still succeed with their plans to take over the world. So let me share some major common themes I've seen in the prophetic promises that I've heard from Julie Green, Tim Sheets, Dr. Patricia Green, Barry Wunsch, Dutch Sheets, Robin D. Bullock, 
Johnny Inlow, and Bill Johnson, among others. God has repeatedly told us things will get much worse before they get better, but we're to know they will get better. Right now, God is continuing to separate the righteous from the unrighteous before his unprecedented judgment is administered. God has promised that the evil in our day is so much greater than any other time in history that it demands his intervention in ways the world has never before seen. God has told us not to be fearful and to know that things will appear to be impossible, but to remember God is orchestrating all events. He has promised to protect his people today in a way similar to how he protected the Hebrews in the land of Goshen, while he sent repeated plagues of judgment against the evil Pharaoh. God has repeatedly expressed that his people will come through these dark days as the victors, and we are to expect even greater abundance and transference of wealth than the Israelites received from the Egyptians. This whole theme of referencing Pharaoh of old, likened to the Pharaohs of our day and the protection of God's people, as in the land of Goshen, is repeated by Dutch Sheets and Dr. Patricia Green, and also Julie Green. God has told us to believe his narrative and not the reports of the enemy. Through Julie Green, Tim Sheets, and Johnny Inlow, God has warned us to be like Joshua and Caleb, who saw the very same giants the other spies saw, but who knew, with God on their side, they could easily defeat the giants. God has been instructing us to fight using the authority and power we have in Jesus Christ, explaining our enemies will have the advantage over us if we fail to fight the spiritual battle and stand firm on God's word. God has told us to pray for those he has appointed to lead us in righteous government. We have been told to pray for them, to hear only God and not the advisors who want to lead them astray. We are to pray for their protection because their lives are at stake, as are the lives of their family members. We are told even more whistleblowers are coming forth because they cannot any longer live with the truths they have been bribed or blackmailed to withhold. Even at the risk of their lives, they are driven to come forward with the truth now. We are told to expect great shakings all around the world, that what is taking place in the spiritual world is violent, so we can expect to see violence on this earth. I encourage you to listen to Prophet Barry Wunsch, who was recently interviewed on Elijah Streams. God has said, while he promised he would never flood the earth again with water, we can expect floods of truth likened to tsunamis of truth as God's judgment against the evil reveals his justice for the righteous. God has also said that when the darkness gives way to the light, that his glory will flood the earth. We can expect not only a new financial system and great transference of wealth, but healing and renewal, restoration and revival. As a result of all God is doing and soon to do, we will see the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. We have a lot to prepare for. So you can learn from the same prophetic words I've represented with this podcast. Be sure to see the links in the show notes. So now, let's hear part three of my interview with Pastor David Scarlett. You know, Pastor David, it was probably close to three years ago now that I was looking ahead at, and this is before COVID, so I didn't have any, that was not influencing me, but I was looking ahead and I could just see how the days were growing darker and darker and how we are still hearing prophecies about the billion soul harvest. And it occurred to me that the church, by and large, is not ready. We don't even have the right attitude of how to receive somebody who might come in uh, dressed as a transgender. 
I mean, most people would shy away from that, turn their head, look away and not run to them to help them. So there's so much we really can and need to be doing right now to be prepared for the days ahead. Yep. That is so true. We take two approaches and and not the third and most important approach. You're either a religious spirit that wags your finger at those people, say, oh, you people, you deserve what you're getting because you're against God's precepts and commandments. And then you got a portion of the church that says, okay, God's word has changed. Let's let's get everybody in and that's okay now. But the truth yeah. is love, love and telling them the truth of what God wants, yeah. putting your arms around them and showing the love of Christ that there is a missing piece. And that missing piece that you think you're finding in whatever it may be that's going down against God's precepts and commandments is not the answer. The answer is only and always will be through him. Speaking to church members or people who are in ministry right now, even lay ministers, people who maybe volunteer for the churches, teach Sunday school. I want to speak to them for just a moment, Pastor Dave, and let them know that God put upon my heart such compassion, such concern, such repentance on behalf of the church that I actually wrote the book, Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. And it's God speaking to those of us who are Christians, because we're all supposed to be in ministry, but speaking to us to help us understand the times and to truly become prepared for this billion soul harvest. And I hope that through my podcast, through my books, through your efforts and the many other truthers that uh, we are privileged to, to see and work among these days, that more and more people are turning to the light of truth and actually reconsidering it, that they may not be correct. You know, one of the things I've explained is that when people are deceived, they are unaware of their condition. So it behooves each of us to reconsider what we think is true, to be certain what we do believe lines up with truth. Amen. You know, Pastor Dave, um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going on right now. As again, we talked about spiritually, psychologically, in the natural, with bioweapons. And there'd be a lot of reason for people to be fearful. Even people who are Christians, people who have their faith in Jesus Christ, who believe God will see us through this. And we who are strong need to bear with the failings of those who are weak. That's what we're called to do. The word tells us, those of us who are strong and committed in the faith, that we are to help those who are weak in the faith. And that's not just for the pastors, is it? No, it's for it's for the body. And uh you don't have to go to a pastor to get the word of God. You've got to go right to our high priest in the order of Melchizedek, Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, because he wants a love relationship with you today. And you don't need to go through somebody else. Reach him. Get on your knees, repent, and say, Lord, come into my life. I have sinned and gone against your precepts and commandments, and I want a love relationship with you. I don't want a religion, Lord. I want a love relationship. And let him do the supernatural and enter your heart. And away you go. And if you have... You, you're obedient to his precepts and commandments, and you're in his word every day, every day. That's the most important thing you can do is get in his word, because that mm -hmm. is our compass. That is our direction. Every answer to every question we have, or have in our life is in his word, and he'll reach you through that. Absolutely. And it's just incredible to think that the creator of everything that exists yearns to have a personal, intimate relationship with each and every one of us. That alone is something that can really cause us to pause, to sit in awe, 
and to have a very real conviction as to how we are responding to that. I mean, in Isaiah 118, God says, come now, let us reason together. God wants to reason with each and every one of us. He wants to have us speak heart to heart that we can enter into the relationship that he longs to have with us. So Dave, with that train of thought, before we jump on to another topic here, would you just maybe lead the audience members who are saying, yeah, you know, I think I want to know more about that. I want to know more about God. How do I communicate with God? Could you, could you help my audience members in that? Yeah, it's truly simple as a child. Don't let any man or woman tell you that Christianity is, is complex and that it's a thinking man's religion because it's furthest from the truth. The scripture says it's simple as a child. You just speak to him, Lord Jesus. I, I am a sinner. I repent of my sins, past, present, and future. And I need a savior and you're that savior. And I ask you to come into my heart today. And I want to be obedient to your precepts and commandments. And if you said that and you spoke that out loud and you meant that in your heart, he's going to walk with you. And then once that happens, now you have to get into his word and see, okay, what is the plan that you have for me, Lord? We need more Isaiah's in Isaiah 6. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Use me. Tell me what you want me to do, Lord, and I'll do it. Because death is not the end. Death is the beginning. But that's the beginning of what? Eternal life, either with him or in damnation. And we want we want everyone to pick eternal life in paradise with him. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that very, very much. And I just pray that there'll be many, many people who will respond to that, maybe for the first time, because of how serious events are. And this is what we believe God has been doing. He has been allowing the evil and the corruption to be surfaced, to for us to become aware to it, to wake us up to the truth that this whole natural world is really subject to an entire spiritual reality, which is more real than our natural world that we live in. And you and your group with His Glory do so much to help people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, to be baptized, to grow in their faith. And you've got a couple of events coming up here. One is the tent revival. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we're committed to do 50 tent revivals in all 50 states. Uh, we just got back from Pennsylvania last month and September the 16th in Hensdale, New Hampshire. We're going to the Northeast. We will be there with a, a tent revival with uh, Jimmy Levy. Uh, Donna Rigney will be there, Chris Burgard, Dr. Mark Sherwood, myself, and General Flynn will be uh, joining us for the first time at one of these tent revivals. And then after that, uh, October, we go back to our ranch in Texas to have a two-day event that's going to be absolutely magnificent with fireworks, great music, uh, and most importantly, we're inviting the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to come. And then when you invite him to come, he is a great guest because he shows up every time. It's not sometimes. He shows up every time at these tent revivals, and it's absolutely amazing. We had probably four or 500 people uh, at the Pennsylvania, and I can tell you every single person literally was impacted in telling people about the power of God at that tent revival. And afterwards, he put a perfect rainbow over that tent as we wrapped it up. That's great. How can people learn more about your upcoming tent revivals, especially since you're going to be touring all 50 states? Yeah, they can get that at www.hisglory.me or our app his, on His Glory. Uh, you'll see our tent revival tour. You'll see our Israel tours. You'll see all our Bible studies. We've taught uh, the entire Bible word for word, 100% of the New Testament, 80% of the Old Testament word for word. Many people have come to His Glory because 
our great guests like General Flynn or, uh, you know, uh, an Israeli general or General McInerney or whoever it may be, some great guests, the, the Trumps. And uh, but they come in and then they stay and they get in the word of God. And that's why God created it that way. He wanted to get the Bible studies done right because he knew at a point that they're the people are going to want more than just an interview with General Flynn. They want to have the truth. And that true truth is his word of God. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned briefly about the Israel trip. How about telling us a little bit more about that? Yeah, we have two trips uh, going to Israel. Uh, we are we hit Israel either two or three times a year now. Um, we have a, a, a movie coming out July 29th that Mickey Willis did. It's called Holy Land. That was our trip to uh, Israel in November special group that we documented uh, the Matthew 24, the signs and the seasons. We matched it up to biblical uh, biblical references, uh, interviews with Israeli generals, uh, and also the, the Holy Land itself, where these events took place, and more importantly, where they're taking place today and tomorrow. Uh, and then uh, this year, uh, November 30th to December 8th, we have a VIP trip. There's only like uh, 12 seats left in this uh, VIP trip. Uh, Jimmy Levy will be there the, in music. We're going to do a, a music video of the Holy Land. Uh, again, it'll be at the King David Hotel. We hope to have Benjamin Netanyahu. And then all my Israeli general contacts will come to dinner, meet with our, our team. And General Flynn will be my personal guest with his wife, uh, taking in the Holy Land and experiencing it with us. You know, what you're pointing out here, Dave, is that even though things in the world are getting worse and worse, and they appear to be impossible, we have more reason to celebrate than we have to live in fear because with God, nothing is impossible. And God has reassured us again and again and again, no matter how things appear, we are to trust him and by faith believe that he will see us through every bit of this. So I love the fact that you are planning trips, you are celebrating in advance, uh, and who knows, maybe by the fall of this year, when you have your November, December event, much of this will be behind us. Yeah. If it is, uh, we celebrate. If it's not, we celebrate too, because whatever the time is, I don't know the time. I know it's getting closer and closer. And I, I truly believe within the last 24 hours, there's been breakthrough. And that breakthrough may mean something ugly before it gets brighter, but we are on the precipice because the Lord has been telling me he's going to give me personally a second wind. In the last five weeks, it has been a slog. It's been, uh, I've been tired. I've been fatigued. Uh, it's just been, it's been the, one of the roughest times of my entire life. But the last 24 hours, it's like a light is turning on. I'm getting that second wind. I feel it. And I feel it in the atmosphere that God is ready to do something. Evil's going to hit, but God's going to respond with a knockout punch. I agree with you. And I've actually been sharing that with my audience as well. I don't know the specific day or hour, but I know that we're in that season. We are very, very close. And even God has said that himself. He says the days are drawing to a close for us to be able to choose with whom we will be aligned. Dave, as always, I so appreciate your encouragement, your depth of faith, your wisdom and insight and ability to help us all breathe a little easier and step back and look at things from the third heaven perspective instead of from our immediate worldview. Yeah, because eternity is a long time. And if you trust him in your heart, I've had a taste of heaven and there's nothing there's nothing on this earth that we want to stay on this earth for. We want to finish the race and know this is just temporary. Our home of eternity through him is truly, truly glory behind anything you can ever imagine. I can agree with you there, Dave. I'm actually a survivor of sudden cardiac arrest and I had a taste of heaven myself. So God is good. 
and he is eternal and he is calling us into himself. Let's pray, Dave, that more and more people through your respective efforts and mine are hearing the truth and truly turning their hearts to God. Amen. All right. I'd like to have you back at some point in the future, maybe on the other side of all these evil days where we can make more sense of what we've actually lived through. Yeah, man. Glory days are coming. It's not gloomy days. It's glory days. Uh, <laughs> and we'll celebrate, not gloating, but celebrating in the love of Christ because this victory is going to come through him and him only. Man will never share in his glory. Amen. Pastor Dave's firm instruction for us to be in God's word daily is not something for any one of us to overlook. Certainly not in these present evil days. We must become so keenly convinced about God, who he is, his character, his will, his intentions, his promises, his faithfulness, and his sovereignty. The only way we can grow in our knowledge and relationship with God is to seek him. Certainly our personally seeking God in times of prayer, Bible study, meditation on his word, worship and praise, and being in fellowship with strong believers are essential in these days and the days to come. Of the top news stories and seeking the Lord, I believe the two to watch are the Biden family criminal activities coming to light at the same time the left is falsifying information in attempt to indict President Trump. The effort to indict and sentence President Trump is a last-ditch effort by the enemy. Clearly, God has anointed and appointed President Trump to be an instrument to fulfill God's plan for America and the world. We must intercede for him and his family. He is under tremendous pressure, and the enemy wants to not only discredit him, but to literally take him out to kill him. We must also pray for President Trump to remain humble before God and to earnestly seek him and his path in all of this. We know oftentimes the path God reveals does not make sense to us, and it requires faith to do the right thing. So please be in earnest prayer for President Trump, his family, his advisors, and all for this nation and the world. We must also pray for the Supreme Court to intercede. President Trump's team has repeatedly decried the action from the states in the 2020 election as interference. So the obvious question is, why none of these charges with this third indictment appeared before his announcement to run in 2024? These indictments are also election interference and the Supreme Court must intercede. As you likely know, this is the third indictment of President Trump, which is exactly what God said through Amanda Grace we should expect for things to come in threes. But notice the timing of each of the indictments. The first indictment was March 17th, when Hunter Biden admitted the infamous laptop was his. Then on March 18th, Alvin Bragg indicted Trump in New York City. The second was June 8th, when the FBI document revealed Ukraine paid Biden $5 million. On June 9th, the Mar-a-Lago indictment was issued. The third was July 31st, when Devin Archer turns on the Biden family and gives a tell-all testimony. Then on August 1st, Trump is indicted on criminal charges for the January 6th incident. Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch posted, quote, Let's be blunt. This indictment is a naked threat, an act of intimidation by the Democratic Party against any and all their political opponents. The message from the Biden regime is, we must put you in jail if you dispute elections. A free and fair 2024 election is officially impossible. End quote. 
Gary Bauer of American Values posted, quote, It's a gross abuse of power, a disgusting overreach by Biden, Merrick Garland, and Jack Smith on an obvious attempt to rig the next election. I encourage you to read the full post by Gary Bauer using the link in the show notes. In fact, all of their efforts to prevent President Trump from being able to run for office are actually serving to wake the people up to the left's prosecutorial misconduct, the two-tiered justice system, the weaponization of the Justice Department, and the extent of corruption. Every time news breaks about the Biden crime family, Donald Trump gets indicted. Instead of causing public opinion to fall concerning President Trump, more people are waking to truth, which is adding to the support of President Trump. With the major sway of public opinion, the Trump team announced they plan to use the indictment as a platform to challenge the 2020 election results and use new subpoena power to call witnesses. This should actually be celebrated by all Americans, regardless of political party because we need to have fair elections, which, of course, Carrie Lake from Arizona has been fighting for all along. Much of what the cabal is attempting now is clearly backfiring on them. Dr. Ben Carson had this to say about the indictment, quote, The political persecution of President Trump continues. If this third indictment isn't a reason to drain the swamp, I don't know what is, end quote. You might remember the Brunson lawsuit that has been filed to hold all members of Congress responsible for any violations of their oath to uphold the Constitution. Well, on August 4th, Raylan Bronson posted the U.S. Supreme Court is going to be scheduling a conference for October to make a second consideration of a possible hearing on the case. I will try to get one of the Bronson brothers back on my show soon. And the Epoch TV just published a video titled, Trump prosecutor drops bombshell on himself. The story explains Jack Smith is the special counsel at the Department of Justice who is currently pushing forward several indictments against former President Donald Trump. And while most of the country's attention has been laser-focused on Mr. Smith's most recent January 6th-related indictment, there was actually a shocking development in the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case. Three days ago, Mr. Smith's team had to admit to a federal judge that they had actually made false statements in a court during their case against Mr. Trump. Specifically, their admission came in the form of a court filing. Within the pages of this document, the Justice Department prosecutors acknowledged that despite what they told the court, they had actually failed to turn over all evidence to Mr. Trump's legal team as required by the federal law. End quote. President Trump has been indicted three times as an innocent man. President Trump wrote, quote, We are on a mission to save our country from a corrupt, self-serving, ruling class. And I know in my heart that we will prevail, just as we always have, and on November 5, 2024, we the people will be celebrating America's triumph over tyranny, end quote. However, based on what I will share from Julie Green in just a moment, I'm not convinced we'll have to wait until November 2024 to celebrate. We have to understand the cabal is trying to divert our attention off the truth about the Biden crime family. So let's also pray that truth is revealed and justice is served and all people who are criminally at fault are held accountable. And for those of you who are inclined to say nothing is ever done, no one is ever held accountable, first... I ask you to cancel those words because your words have power. Second, know that on August 4th, through Julie Green, God said, and I loosely quote, Woe to those who do not listen. 
Woe to those who do not repent. The judgment is coming. Many judgments are coming to this land. Many judgments are coming against those in the so-called capital of Washington, D.C., that evil, wicked, heinous capital. To all those people who refuse to repent and who continue down the path of destruction to tear this nation apart, to cheat, steal, lie, manipulate, and kill, woe to those I have warned about the angel of death. I have warned because my will is that no man perish. I've seen the evil you have committed. I've seen what you have done. And I've heard the cries of my people crying out for justice. I am the God of justice, and my gravel is coming down, and there will be judgment and a high price many of you will pay. Not only in this capital, but those of you in Hollywood, the corporate world, who have joined forces with the elite, with the globalists, to bring in a system that will destroy and annihilate any freedom, that will kill anyone who is against you. Woe to those bringing in AI. Woe to those bringing in the mark of the beast. Woe to those bringing in viruses. Woe to those poisoning the food. Woe to those who have done unspeakable things to innocent children. You have done these things in your buildings, in a house you call all white, that is dripping with red, dripping with so much red blood that is on your hands. The blood cries out to me for justice. Justice has begun for what you have done. Justice is coming. Judgment you never thought you would ever know. Judgment that will collapse, annihilate, and destroy what you are about to do next to my nation. The blood of all those servicemen and women cry out to me. That blood cries out to me for justice. A death is coming. A death is coming like no other time in history. Even worse than what you saw in the book of Exodus, because the evil is so much worse than it was in the book. I am coming to judge, annihilate, and destroy your plans. You've hidden behind all these closed doors or put up all these walls and barriers and all these things to protect you. Nothing can protect you from my hand. You are going to shake and tremble, enemies of Almighty God, for what you have done and what you are planning on doing. You will not have these children. You will not have your global reset, your great reset you've planned, that you've just about ready to flip the switch for. Well, I tell you, I am in your way. I am destroying your reset and your global economy, your world economy, everything that you had, your global government. It's not yours. The world is mine, and I have given it to my children, and I'm honoring their prayers. So, my children, things are about to change. A darkness is coming that you've never known, a shaking coming that you have never felt. Remember who I am, and I am in their way. This is not for you. This is for them. I've promised to protect you, and I will do just that. I have promised to raise you above it all, and I will do just that. I have promised to restore you, and I will do just that. So hold on. Hold on through the shaking. Hold on through these judgments, and remember who I am, and I am always with you, says the Lord. End quote. I know sharing that much of the prophecy made this podcast go a little bit longer, but I truly think it is worth it in these critical days. The cabal is working so hard on their plans to get rid of Trump and restrict and control the opposition they see while they are completely unaware of the greater opposition of God whom they don't see. We must understand the seriousness of these days and do all within our power to be prepared, pray without ceasing, and rely on the promises of James 4-7 to remain completely submitted to God while resisting the enemy, the devil, 
who by the authority and power of Jesus Christ we have, must flee. What do you think of what I've shared today? I'd love to get your comments. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. Next week, my guest will be James Rogoski, who has been a point man in helping us all to understand how the One World Order proponents have empowered and are working to give even more power to the United Nations and the World Health Organization. And very importantly, what we can and must do to stop this from advancing. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, connecting with me on social media where I cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast, and consider signing up for my certificate course in apologetics. My aim with that course is to help people learn how to not only use apologetics to share truth with others, but help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries so more Christians are confident about sharing their faith. Learn more about my online apologetics course using the link in the show notes. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. Again, my email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope. Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs, and the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End-Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax-deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax-deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, And I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. 
Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now. All while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's ZStack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners' information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.